Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. The Triforce is back in the building. We are going to talk some news, and we are going to recap our hot take episode, which is always fun to hold ourselves accountable and to see how we did. And we all know that James was the star last year, (laughs) Evan Engram, who, by the way, was fourth in the NFL in receptions this year, out of nowhere, through week 18. So, not a bad little follow-up season. Uh, I do want to say thank you if you're watching on YouTube. We go live every Tuesday, usually around 9, unless Tyler has deliveries to do, then 9.20. (laughs) (laughs) So make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube. Check us out on Facebook as well. If you're following us there, you'll see us live. Feel free to drop some comments. We can get to them as we record here on Tuesdays. we got a lot of exciting things that are going to be happening in the offseason because, honestly... It's the best part of Dynasty season is the offseason, so I am here for it. I'm here with James and Tyler. Before we get into everything else, I want to give a shout-out to Underdog. They are doing daily best balls right now. Um, Playoff draft lobbies are already forming. There's all sorts of exciting stuff on Underdog. You can also play NBA. You can do hockey. And it's the best way to play daily fantasy. I did a crazy prop bet where I bet $10 to win $1,000. I was looking for an Austin Hooper touchdown. For a multiplier. Um, Didn't get it. But you know what? Sometimes go crazy, folks. Um, So, yeah. There's a lot of fun different ways to play on Underdog. And if you use code DHH today, you can have your deposit up to $100 matched right away. Uh, So, once again, code DHH up to $100 matched today. Let's get into some news. I'm going to roll through the news here. And then I'll have the boys chime in as we go through. So, we've got some coaching news. Actually, I'll let Tyler chime in on this one because I know he he went from 6 to midnight when this was posted on Twitter that Arthur Smith is no longer the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, Tyler. Oh, oh, you wait till he's an offensive coordinator for the Patriots <laughs> when Mike Vrabel is the head coach. And I had somebody ask me today, why do you say that? And I said to them, you know they were connected together in Tennessee, and Vrabel is probably going to go to New England, if I, I were to know. guess. Arthur Smith would follow him. I, I don't doubt that. Like he could, he could retire and the, just go to the rumors eyes. have been Josh McDaniels is coming back. Oh, uh, yeah, I did see that today. Hey, uh, you need new tires on your car because of snow? Well, we got these ones that are about twenty percent. The Patriots are addicted to hiring coaches that are being paid from another team it, because what? it's a it's a cheap skate move. Like if they hire Vrabel, he's getting paid from the Titans for the next like two years. Yeah. So the Pats, in essence, don't really have to pay him. Yeah, that and Arthur Smith is also, mm-hmm. Doug. Was but that 17000 a day or something like that? I am him? absolutely yeah. pumped, by the way. And there are rumors of some coaches that I don't want to be a Falcon head coach. But I, I've heard rumors that they are going to make a splash at quarterback. That is, if they are, will trade up from eight. Found out they're pick eight again. It seems like every year they're pick eight. So... Hey, uh, we're, we're pick eight again. They could trade up from eight. Seven and ten. To... And, um, yeah, they want to make a big hiring at head coach. So those are the two big moves they're going to make. 
And as long as they can get Drake London and Kyle Pitts and Bijan Robinson, all those touches that we want, I'll take anybody. Eric Bieniemy would be fantastic there, and he has been rumored to the Falcons. He uh, he might get an interview. So if he goes to the Falcons, wheels up for everybody. Mm, I yeah. like it. We'll see. Lots of coaching moves. As we alluded to, Mike Vrabel uh, is done in Tennessee after back-to-back losing seasons. Just one coach of the year just a couple of years ago, remember. He's a uh, so, coach. Yeah, so I guess there was some um, – they were talking about it on the radio today, and I guess there was some strife between him and the GM. He did not approve of them trading A.J. Brown. Um, and there, there was just not a very good relationship, it sounds like, with some of the personnel moves that the GM made. So Vrabel, um, not super happy with that. So he he moves on. I'm sure he's going to pick up a job, whether it's with the Patriots or not. Who knows? Uh, but I think he is a good coach, and he'll find work pretty easily. Uh, the commanders fired Ron Rivera, who lasted through three name changes. So he will be the only coach to ever coach the Redskins the football team, and the commanders. So uh, fun fact from Ron Rivera. And he um, has no idea. Like, he has no idea these name changes happen because he has no idea about his team. If you have not heard anything about Ron Rivera, any of his press conferences, he's like, oh, well, we weren't going to play Sam Howell. Like, he has no idea what's going on with the team. So Yeah, it's a little, <laughs> little weird. So Rivera's out of there. The commanders want to make a spicy move. Um, they just hired uh, an executive from the Golden State Warriors, apparently, for their front office. So they're looking to make some big moves. So it'll be interesting to see what they do at head coach. They they actually um, requested permission to interview me for um, director of fantasy football operations. Oh, um, sweet. Yeah. You declined, of course. Can I, I get an internship? I was, like, I was like, nah, man, I'm good. Oh. I got this DHH gig. I don't want to move. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Good. Is it remote? Yeah. Like, maybe. Um <laughs> Patriots head coach Bill Belichick, who still has a job, said he would be willing to give up personnel duties if that was determined to be something that could help the team going forward. Rumors here in New England is that there's been a lot of different talk. One is that Belichick is like begging to stay and he's willing to relent the personnel duties. Thank God. Um, I don't know what's going to happen here, so I don't want to speculate. We'll, we'll, time will tell. Um, and there's going to be a lot of coaching interview requests so keep an eye on those. We've already seen those kind of come through. So that's kind of the roundabout for coaches. There's currently five head coaching jobs that are open. Um, could be another one or two here as we go through, depending on what happens with the Patriots. I think we're up to six now. Is it six? Yeah. Oh, with Vrabel? So, yeah. I was with Vrabel with, and, yeah. With Bill Belichick, is, uh, it's funny because um, giving up the GM responsibility, you know, we all know his draft picks. And I was listening to Michael Lombardi's podcast from Monday – uh, yesterday and he was saying oh bill belichick makes bad moves well let's look at this you know hall of famer here hall of famer here and all I, like i couldn't understand him because i mean in so 25 years up, you're gonna get some of them right well he was so far up belichick's ass i couldn't understand what lombardi was saying so i uh <laughs> yeah i mean we all know the mistakes he's made anything on the offensive side he sucks and if it's a defensive player bill belichick knows his defensive players so he can hit there just keep him away from the offensive positional players that's all. Yes, 100%. Uh, some player news. Uh, Kirk Cousins, when asked about the possibility of taking a hometown discount in his next contract with the Vikings, Kirk said, I think that God has blessed me financially beyond my wildest dreams. So at this stage of my career, the dollars are really not what it's about. We shall see. I, uh, you know, He's obviously made probably close to $200 million in his career. Not bad for a guy that looks like a substitute teacher, um, but plays really, really well on the field. So Kirk Cousins could be back with Minnesota. He will. I think he does. I think he does too. I think that he realizes that it's a really good situation for him. He's got a family. He's got Justin Jefferson, who they'll obviously pay. 
I think it's the best case scenario for him for his career is to stay in Minnesota. Um, so hopefully he does that. They have a top, they have like the 12th pick. Um, so they can add some talent around yep. him. Um, if they decide to uh, sign him for a couple of years, one year, we'll see what they do. I think they lock into him fairly long-term, I would say. Um, so before we move on to our hot takes, or you guys have any other, um, any other potent potables about any of the news at all? No, I think there's a lot of coach carousel and go around right now. And, and to speculate, it would be wasting time. A hundred percent. I want real, like this person was hired. Boom. Let's talk about it versus like, Oh, this could happen. Like, yeah, ex- agree. I don't like hot air. Yeah. Uh, like there was a report kind of today about Russell Wilson possibly staying with the Denver Broncos. This is just smoke. Yeah, guys, really Jer- Jerry Judy wants to keep him. He's very upset. You want to know why? Nobody else will throw Jerry Judy the ball except Russell Wilson. Now, Jarrett Stidham threw it to him this week. Well, then what is Judy talking about? Who knows? <laughs> Who he knows? just likes him. I don't know. Uh, so before, so seasons have wrapped up officially. If you played in a week 18 league, God forbid. Why? It's over. But if you did, <laughs> but if you did and you haven't bought a trophy yet and you need to reward your champion or even your loser in the league, go to Trophy Smack right now. They have the best fantasy football trophies in the business. They also do hockey, basketball, baseball, soccer. Everything's customizable. If you want to do fantasy spike ball, fantasy like cornhole, whatever, they have trophies that you can customize for that. Use code DHHRING, get a free $60 championship ring with the purchase of a trophy or belt. And like I said, they have stuff for the losers in your league as well. All sorts of fun stuff. They have like a Borat bikini almost, like onesie that says like fantasy on the front and loser on the back. How they um, get in the Doug's uh, top drawer? Yeah, I, I don't lose too many leagues, Tyler. Um, I believe you lost more than I did this year, but that's okay. We don't need to talk about that. Uh, once again, Brian that's code DHHRING for Ooh. that free ring at checkout. Burn. I didn't even hear it, so it didn't burn me at all. <laughs> Not even yeah. singed. All right, let's Tyler's talk. Tyler's on fire. Yeah. Or no, that's just his hair. That's his red hair. Yeah. Oh, haven't heard that one before. <laughs> that's just the that's just the gonorrhea, James. It's fine. <laughs> I got that fixed. All right. Sweet herbs. <laughs> I got that. that told you that in confidence. Damn it. <laughs> sweet, sweet herbs. And it's nice working at the Mayo Clinic. You can just be like on my lunch break, be like, "Hey, can you give me some meds for this uh, burning right sensation there. I got going on?" Sorry, I got a little burning itch. Can you just pass the penicillin? Yeah, we got something for your crabs later. We'll talk about it. It's a car. Right. I know. No, it's it's the lawnmower 5.0. Um, <laughs> let's talk hot takes. This is always a fun one. We'll go. We'll go. Tyler, Doug, James, and kind of go around and uh, and explain what happened with our hot takes and uh, Tyler, your first one here, I'll give it to you in case you don't have the show sheet in front of you. I, I wouldn't expect you to be prepared. Uh, Tyler, your first hot take was that Alexander Madison would be a top five running back in, in 2023. <laughs> um, just for the record, James was kind enough to update the sheet with all the standings. He finished it running back 38. Oh, I took pleasure in updating 30s. that answer. He was a running back four. You know what, James? How was your Damian Pierce love this hey, year? Hey, hey, hey. Wa- Let's hey, not wait. put the cart in front of the horse, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, That's wait. not how podcasts work, Tyler. Be That's a professional. That's not how you drive either. Read the show sheet. Um, yeah, I was absolutely wrong. Uh, Ty Chandler was definitely the more explosive back in this offense. Um, to be real, I don't want anybody on this offense for running back. I do think they will either draft one or with this stacked free agent class, maybe get somebody on the cheap. Hmm. 
It's fair enough. Like, Could happen. Tony Pollard in this offense would look really good. You're gonna have to pay him. Eh, who knows? I don't think yeah. Again, speculation. Pollard. Again, speculation. <laughs> I don't want to talk about. It. All right. Well, that's an easy one. Tyler wanted to avoid that one like the plague. That's why I'm not showing my face. That's all. Yeah, I shouldn't. got the sh- I got the shun lady behind me from Game of Thrones. Just, just ready to <laughs> ring the bells. <laughs> nice. Uh, my first hot take on our episode was Ezekiel Elliott will score more fantasy points than Ramondre Stevenson. Now Zeke finished at RB30. Ramondre finished at RB35. Now I know this was supported by Ramondre getting hurt. But my thinking was that Zeke was going to come to New England and he was going to poach the touchdowns from Ramonde. Now, the Patriots didn't score a lot of touchdowns, but Zeke was free in Dynasty Leagues, more or less. And he ended up being like a back-end RB1 in some crucial weeks in the fantasy playoffs. I'm still in on Ramondre Stevenson going forward because I think he is really talented and this offense can only get better. Um, but Zeke, Smith. we got a ding, ding, ding. I got the first hot take right. Zeke outscoring Ramondre. So I feel pretty good about that thus far. It was a great take, by the way. I listened back. It was very nice. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And then, James, you had Sam Howell would be the QB 10 in 2023 and QB 15 in 2024 Dynasty. He finished as the QB 12, but he was inside the top 10 for a while. And Dynasty, he is slid again. Yeah. Because he got benched, Jacoby Brissett like came in, they benched. He had like the mini Mac Jones moment, but he wasn't as bad as Mac Jones. I think um, at one point in the season he was quarterback four, and I'm he, like, oh my god, the bye I'm week. gonna get another hot take. Yeah, um, and before then, the uh, bye week he was in, the, he was like top five. And then the offensive lines, true colors, really showed. Uh, and it his sync with with his receivers were totally messed up. We saw um, Brissett come in and just start to play like a regular quarterback to yeah. a certain extent uh, in one of those games. T- typically, uh, what was that, week 15? He was really bad. He got benched halfway through in the semifinals. Yeah, and then Brissett scored on like two drives in a row. And he, to be fair, Sam Howell, I believe, was Dynasty QB 28 this year, 29, the beginning in the offseason. So the fact that he, now again. Yeah, I mean, he, he didn't lose any value. Uh, I was hoping that he would gain some value. But... Um, you know, that's what happens when you take shots, you know, and you take shots on fifth round uh, rookie picks. Hey, Guess he what? was a, we he got was a starter. We got a starting quarterback out yeah. of him for at least one year. And I don't think it's the last we've seen out of Sam Howell. If they do decide to go out and get a, uh, a quarterback in the draft, oh, there yeah. are rumors out there. Yeah, I you mean, know what? The number two pick. So they might they might turn around and, and try to trade Sam Howell because I, one of those teams is going to be out there just needing that, a great backup. That's not a bad idea, but if this team wants to build in the trenches, there is legit a Trent Williams style left tackle in Joe Alt, who is yep. already crowned as an like ten year All Pro. Like this guy is the real deal since a lot of like maybe Larry Tunsil, and he's turned out pretty good. But the, Joe Alt would be the only pick I could see them making other than the quarterback. And if they go that route, Howell saved. If not, your best option is hopefully a trade. And you know what? The good thing about alt is you can draft him. You can control alt and then your quarterback won't get deleted. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you are so happy. You can't see my face right now. So just yeah, a little father disappointment. I, I, I heard on a, I was listening to a so podcast. Keyboard. I forget who to credit it, but they said that Sam Howell could have a career similar to like a Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. 
Like he's uh, productive, fair. he's fun to watch, but he's not like he's got a great arm. And he's got to work on his on his mobile. decision making. Yeah, so I could see that maybe he's he maybe he plays for a handful of different teams. He's a spot starter and he's fantasy relevant because I think that he's got. You know, he reminds me so much of Baker Mayfield when I watch him play. Mm -hmm. So it looks like him too. That's probably a ceiling, and I guess that's okay. I yeah. think for where you drafted him, I'm I'm perfectly okay with that. Tampa Bay is looking their chops right now. Well, in like hey hey years. Tyler Tyler, we're coming back to you. Are you ready? No, I don't want to hear him because I had a horrible, horrible year with hot takes. All right. Tyler's number two hot take was Quentin Johnson would be the wide receiver one for the Chargers. Um, he wasn't. How do you feel Not about that, Tyler? Close, like one zero two, maybe? No, it was like 3.5. Yeah, wide I mean, receiver three Mike Williams goes down for the season. So you're thinking Quentin Johnson, that's that's the opportunity. That was not it. Keenan Allen, Joe, Josh Palmer goes down. And you're like, all right, here it goes. And then Keenan Allen goes down and you're like, oh, Quentin. Nope. <laughs> he Man. dropped the ball. Let's just say <laughs> in, in a many lot. Ways. So uh, I was telling, I, I can't, I think it was James. I was telling you or Doug when we were playing Fortnite that I have this weird thing where I like rooting for underdogs, people that other people don't like. And I, I will change my opinion on them. And uh, I have done that too many times. I uh, I looked at my notes on C.J. Stroud, which we'll probably get to. And uh, I actually had him at 1B. And I said, if you didn't look past the height, or if you did look at the height, C.J. Stroud should be 1 in my quarterback notes. And uh, I rooted for Bryce Young because uh, we'll get to that. But are we putting that? Why you, why you keep putting? Because the horse in I had a horse. Because he has no nothing to stand on right now with this Quentin Johnson. Oh, this That's why I have a horrible year. I was absolutely wrong on Quentin Johnson. If you can get anything for him, I traded him for Traylon Burks, and I'm still very excited about that trade. <laughs> like, I I will take anything. Give me Austin Eckler for him because Austin Eckler is. Yeah, in Dynasty, it might be qu quitting Johnson, not Quentin. I, I don't have any of and him. The Chargers anymore. are in the running for another top five uh, wide so, receiver again. Mm -hmm. We forgot about the Chargers head coach situa situation. They're looking at the Rams defensive coordinator. They did that with Staley. Why are they doing this? Again? They just interviewed Kellen Moore today because he deserves it. Oh, my it. God. Like, what is Seth McFarland looking ass? Hire Harbaugh and get over with. Get over with. That's all. Yeah, we'll see. All right, we'll move on to my second hot take. It was Luke Musgrave to outscore Dalton Kincaid in his rookie year. Now, this didn't happen. Luke Musgrave had a weird freak injury with like a lacerated kidney or whatever. Not to say that he would have outscored Dalton Kincaid, but things were looking pretty good for Luke Musgrave. So not a terrible take, I don't think. I mean, Kincaid obviously came on um, towards the end of the season and was averaging like five catches a game. So I'm still okay with that. I still like Luke Musgrave and Tucker Craft going forward. That Green Bay offense... We'll get to that a little bit later with one of my hot takes, but uh, the future is bright there in Green Bay. Let's put it mm -hmm. that way. Yeah, if you miss out, if you miss out on Brock Bowers in this draft, go out and get these twenty twenty three rookies like a Musgra Musgrave or a Mayor instead, instead mm -hmm. of going for the the Texas guy Saunders. Even a Pendershot. He had a nice grab this past weekend. Who Hendershot? Mm -hmm. He's like eighty. God, you and your you and your ageist. All right, let's move on to James's next hot take. It was James Cook, RB five. He finished as the RB twelve. But did you know that James Cook had the fourth most rushing yards in the NFL this year? That's wild to me. Yeah. That's like an underrated. Like, wait, what? He kind looked, of stat. He looked awesome. 
Like he looked elite. He did. And uh, once they changed coordinators, he showed what he can do. What we, well, me, myself, and then James piggybacking off me uh, after his rookie year. Uh, <laughs> you started trading him away. What? I trade everybody. You got to know this. Yeah, his you, were so da- you were so high I'm so, I'm on so Alexander on Madison Cook. I need and to trade so down high. on James Cook and it bit what? you. Have I ever been down on James Cook, Doug? Um, I mean, you started to deal him away in some leagues. I, I wouldn't say you were down on him, but you were 90, you felt you were overweight on James Cook. I had Cook. 91 roster ship percentage out of 12 leagues, I think it was at the time. And just imagine if you didn't move him, you would have been like, damn. Yeah, I traded him. I traded Travis Etienne for James Cook straight up his rookie year. Yeah. So let's move back to me. Oh no, back to Tyler. This one, this one's a good one for you, Tyler. Trey McBride would be a top seven tight end, and he finished as the tight end seven. You nailed it. Perfect. Ha! Got one. <laughs> he was tight end. Uh, he, Ten going into the season. He actually it. Well, I mean, come on, James. He was written off. People did not like him. He really was. And uh, now he's dynasty tight end two or three. Yeah. For me, I mean, I'd for... say he's probably three after Hawkinson for a I, lot of people. I think I'd have him over Hawkinson. With Just because of the injury? That and the youth. I think he's a couple years younger. And I do have the strong feeling that Arizona will take uh, Marv or Neighbors at the four pick. So He's currently um, sitting at tight end nine over on DLF. I no way. Like there's Sam no Laporta, way. number one. There's no way. Those man. those will go up when the new ADP startup ADP yeah. comes out. I mean, this that, month. That's strange. For are you looking at rankings or are you looking at ADP rankings? Yeah, ADP yeah, no. is definitely top three. Yeah, he's higher than that. Yeah, for sure. And, for sure. I know. I know. Dynasty nerds has him at a value of around Laporta, Hawkinson, and all them. So, yeah. All right, let's get on to my next one. I have that Najee Harris would finish as a top five fantasy running back. He finished as RB23. I didn't see um, this. You know, Pittsburgh's really always gone with one running back in the history, but Jalen Warren really ate into Najee Harris's workload. But I will tell you this. If you had Najee Harris on your rosters the last two seasons, he helped you win a championship because Najee Harris in the fantasy playoffs the last two years has been a beast. And when you look at – there was a fun stat. I saw someone tweet about it. It was like Najee Harris has more rushing yards in the last three years than like Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, and like a couple of other players you wouldn't think. He's not sexy, but he's consistent. And I don't think he's a bad running back. I think he gets a bad rap in the dynasty space. Um, so, yeah, top five was a little bold. So, yeah, it is what it is. I didn't think Jalen Warren was going to have as much of an impact in that backfield as he did. And Jalen Warren played really well. So they had a nice little one-two punch for the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. Yeah, both both these guys are uh, nice zero RB type target to to go good for. values. Yeah, yeah, if you don't want the hero RB in dynasty, they're great targets. Yeah, Harris is just consistent. He's never going to be like the RB one overall in a week, but he'll have RB one weeks. But he's mostly going to be a solid RB two, and that's fine. Yeah. All right, let's go to James's here, and um, yeah. Sky Moore, top 24 wide receiver. Did he even have 24 catches on the season? I don't think so. <laughs> I get the process behind this one. He's either frozen on camera or he's just not. <laughs> he's avoiding us. it. He's just, yeah. He's not frozen. 
He's frozen in fear. (laughs) We all know the Kansas City Chiefs had problems in the passing game. This was the perfect opportunity for Sky Moore to carve out a role, and he just didn't. You know, they've been struggling to find pass catchers. Rasheed Rice was the guy um, that took over as a pass catcher at the wide receiver position for them. They're obviously going to do something in the offseason, whether it's adding a free agent or in the draft. But Sky Moore, he ain't it. He, I don't think he's ever going to be a thing. So <laughs> he was frozen. Oh my god, he was. He, wow. Either that. Or it was a just... frozen. It was a freezing hot take. Isn't that three years in a row for him on Sky Moore takes? Um, I don't know. I mean, I... we all we all miss. Obviously, oh, a hundred percent. We all miss. I I think my uh, Johnson take was actually worse than that. So, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I people are going to chase whoever the Chiefs draft in the end of the first round or the second round. I don't know. I don't oh, know. I don't I don't think they're drafting anybody. I do think that they they will go out. They'll they'll restructure a contract. They got to do Kelsey. something. Kelsey will restructure and take less money because his dust is probably soon to be fiance is a billionaire. I don't yeah, know. He don't, he's not going to need any money. He'll be fine. All right, let's take a little break here, and we will talk about our friends over at Manscaped. We talked about trimming that area nice and close, or if you want to, you know, make a little pattern of design, you can do whatever you want down there. I don't care. I'm just here to tell you that it is an amazing product. They have a new lawnmower out, the 5.0 or premium or whatever they're calling it nowadays. Absolutely awesome. Tyler, pull some strings and get me the new thing. That's all I'm saying. You can use code DHH for 20% off at checkout on Manscaped. You're also going to get the Weed Whacker, which is a nose and ear trimmer, the Crop Preserver, the Cleanser, the Reviver, all the things to make you feel smooth and smell great. It's all on Manscaped.com. Now they have dual LED lighting, so if you want to get into an even darker space and shave, you can do that. Yeah, it's a set of headlights on that thing. It's amazing. All it uh, needs so... is like an engine sound. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like a, like an actual lawnmower. Like that would be awesome. What if it was? What if it was a pulse start? That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah, check out manscaped.com. Use code DHH for 20% off at checkout. It looks like James has rejoined us. We were talking about Skymore. Uh we weren't too hard on you and we moved on. Good. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate I, I, I that. Did say, I did say my Quentin Johnson take was probably worse because the expectations for Skymore weren't as high as Johnson. And I actually had him as wide receiver one, and he was uh, and the, in the rookie yeah. class. So, yeah, we Sky said the take no was more. the take was so cold that it actually froze your screen. Yeah, no, what? Uh, were you? We, uh, if anybody knows, we are recording this. It is Tuesday evening, and there are is a huge storm system going yeah. across uh, the East Coast, and mm-hmm. I just lost power. Yeah, so. we. I actually used my snowblower today. Yay. Oh, I, I won't use that thing for another two years, probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep it moving here with the hot takes. We are going back to Tyler. Oh, God. So, so Tyler had Drake London, top five dynasty wide receiver for 2024. He's currently dynasty wide receiver 14. Now, let's, in a world, Tyler, where they get a QB upgrade, how many spots do you think London can go up? Do you think he can get in the top 10? I think he would reach above Waddle. I think he'd be eight-ish. 
Okay. I, I do think Harry, Marv will push him back because Marv is going to be a top five dynasty wide receiver. Oh, right when he right comes off, in, for right sure. Right off the bat. Yeah. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Neighbors is creeping right behind him just because mm-hmm. of all the hype he's getting. Creepy Neighbors. Uh, creepy Neighbors. We all got him. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah, I uh, I still believe. And I know I was talking about Michael Lombardi. I do like his podcast because it's a change away from fantasy. But yeah. Some of the times I feel like he's just stuck in his old ways and he's like, Drake London can't separate. Drake London doesn't need to separate and he does it plenty. We've all seen him succeed when he gets passes thrown to him other than mm-hmm. away from him. And also he was talking about Kyle Pitts and how he can't block and how that's effective and how he's just a receiver. But I don't think they really used him much and helped him progress in that aspect. But uh, yeah, going back to Drake London, uh, I do think he will be a top 10 probably by the end of the season. And I do think the quarterback upgrade will come if it's not, I, I, I think it could be fields via trader in the draft. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked if it's fields. They trade up to get a Drake may. Uh, I think Penix is too early now for that top 10 pick. Uh, maybe even Jane Daniels, but I do expect him to go top five. I gotcha. like, I love Drake London. I've liked him. He was my number one wide receiver in that class. And I, I did not like him at first, him. but I've come around. No, you were, uh, let's you play this game real player. fast. DK mm-hmm. Metcalf or Drake London in Dynasty? Drake London. I'll take London. Drake London fires. or Brandon Ayuk? Ayuk. I think I'm still taking Drake London just because that second contract's coming for Ayuk. It's Ayuk. Drake London or Devonta Smith? Drake London. That passing that Agreed. passing attack worries me. Doug? Um that's tough. I'll probably go Devonta, but it's close. All right, I got one more for you. Drake London or Jalen Waddle? Drake London. I mentioned that. Jalen Waddle, because I traded London <laughs> for Waddle. No, honestly, <laughs> Waddle, his only issue is he can't stay healthy. If you had a full season of Waddle healthy, it it would be to the moon. I mean, he, he doesn't have any – he gets dinged up here and there, but I get it. Uh, All right. I left one name out of that, and for good reason, it was Puka Nakua. Because I'm not putting Drake London over Puka Nakua. No, it's Puka. Uh, and but that was enough right there to I, get I Drake that. London into the top ten I for did dynasty wide receiver. So that's great. Doug, I did. I did Puka straight up for Drake London. Yeah, because I think right. I think London has ability to be that 145 target, 1400 yards, for 10 sure. to 12 touchdown type receiver, and he gets a lot of targets, but they're just bad targets. Yeah, they're like uncatchable and whatnots. It's hard to uh, say what's gonna, what that offense is going to be without any. Um, let's just keep know, interrupting Doug. Pieces. Yeah, let's. Let, I want. I want to try to keep it moving here. Uh, I mean, so, no, no, I'm fussing uh, with you now. Go ahead. Thanks. My next hot take: George Pickens doesn't finish above wide with wide with Thiva. Thirty six. Uh, t- damn. Vaccine. Don't need to see us on that one. It's the vaccine. It messes up my speech all the time. Um, he finished at wide. Re- on the vaccine. <laughs> I glitch. Okay, Rogers. It's, it's the glitch. <laughs> uh, he finished at wide receiver 30 on the season. Uh, let me just tell you this about George Pickens. So he ended up having uh, 1,140 yards and five touchdowns, but he was very much a feast or famine. I mean, he had five games over 100 yards, and he had a big 195-yard, two touchdown against the Bengals. But he was very frustrating if you owned him. So I don't think – I mean, I came close – and it was really just kind of betting against Kenny Pickett. And he actually did his best work with Mason freaking Rudolph. Who I would not be shocked as a starter. 
next year if he can play well in the playoffs. But uh, George Pickens, you know who reminds me of? A poor man's T. Higgins. T. Higgins is one of those guys that can go four for 40 one game, and then he gets 195 and two he touchdowns. He starts cooking. Yeah. I was going to say, like, Marquise Brown. It's very, very similar ceiling. Who is Mar- By the way, Hollywood Brown, my ticket to Kansas City. I think that that's their that's their dude. Yeah, 60, 63 receptions on the season for Pickens. It just yeah, stinks because so. you don't know you you couldn't know where when to start him. Ever. And his, his value is all over. It, it's going to be league to league. Whoever has him, if they love Pickens, he's going to be. They'll high give price. you a first. Yeah. yeah. Yep, I agree. All right, let's move on to James. We had Damian Pierce as a top 10 running back, and he says, whoops, I meant running back 55. (laughs) (laughs) No one saw the rise of Devin Singletary coming. Not as this bad. And he played awesome. Singletary was great all year. He's just a good football player, Devin Singletary. He's consistent. He gets around 1,000 yards every year. He's decent in the passing game. He reminds me of, like, the Dollar Tree LaShawn McCoy. I think Tyler tried to warn me about Damian Pierce, too, and uh, I wasn't buying it. I've so. never been a Damian Pierce guy. Once he was a fourth-round pick, uh, it just reminded me of Samaj P. Ryan, P. Ryan style. Oh. Like, hey, if Damian Pierce ends up on an Arthur Smith-led team, wheels up. He's their Tyler Algier. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, let's move on to Tyler's last one. It was Anthony Richard- Richardson's going to struggle majorly. Bryce Young and Stroud jump him in ADB. ADP. God, I can't speak. You know what? These Tuesday night pods are it's messing me up. Doug the Fantasy Pfizer. I got my two shots like Kelsey. <laughs> Doug the Fantasy Pfizer. I got my two shots. Are you shots. spotted by him? Jeez. I'm going to start glitching uh, out. Put me in Wreck-It Ralph. I, uh, it's, it's funny because uh, I, yeah, I, I, I think Richardson would have been the best rookie quarterback out of all these guys, the way he was going and rolling. Mm-hmm. It, the issue is, do you guys think we're going to see a full 17 games of Richardson, the way he plays? Do you think he can last? Um, I mean, he's he's thicker than Lamar. Like, Lamar like Cam is, Newton body type. Lamar, yeah, though, I think he'll is, be okay. Lamar, to me, is somebody who, right when he's getting tackled, he moves. He's smart. He's not RG3 who's like, I'll just take contact. Yeah. Yeah, and Cam Newton just tried to run people over, like uh, but Josh. He was Allen also the been. size of a friggin' linebacker. Well, I mean, to to put it in full perspective, you know, we had Anthony Richardson below Bryce Young at the beginning of the season, and Anthony Richardson outscored him. What in two games? Yeah, outscored Bryce That's Young in, in in quarterback and probably in fantasy too. No. Um, but. No, but at uh, least in touchdowns. And, you know, he was running the offense with with some uh, credibility before he went down. And I think the piece is there. You know, they cemented Jonathan Taylor there. Zach Moss, a good uh, intermediate back. And we have Michael Pittman. And who else is there now? We've got a Pittman's a free agent. We'll see what happens with him. Pittman's staying in that touchdowns. Yeah. Hey, Pittman could low key be. I've uh, seen I've seen a lot of mock drafts. With 15th overall, the Colts picking Brock Bowers. I've seen it in two of them now. That would be a perfect fit. Him and Richardson would be perfect. It, like, yeah. Now that you got my wheels rolling on that, the Chargers mm-hmm. and the Colts are my two favorite destinations for him. Yeah. So right now, C.J. Stroud is QB7. Anthony Richardson is QB8. Bryce Young all the way down to QB17, having a very Trevor Lawrence-esque rookie year. Um, 
So yeah, I think I still think Bryce Young's a buy. Stroud is QB seven. Yeah. Is this rankings again or is this ADP? No, no. I I can't see Stroud. Stroud to me is, I think I'd take Stroud over Burrow. That's fair. Just because Burrow keeps getting hurt, he does. And uh, like Stroud has shown everything we want to see from a top-notch quarterback. So I don't. Joe Burrow's current ADP forty-four. Oh well, it's not super flex, but CJ Stroud fifty. So they're back to back, six and seven. Yeah, that's fair. All right, I'm going to move on to my last hot take. It was Jordan Love would be a top ten quarterback, and boys, he finished second in the NFL in passing touchdowns. And he finishes the quarterback five on the season. Nailed it. Yeah. And and for me, it was all about, like, look at the weapons that he has around him. He's been in the system. Lafleur's a good head coach. And obviously we saw – and this is with no Christian Watson for most of the season, no Aaron Jones for most of the season. He really did it with Jaden Reed, Dontavian Wicks, who really came out of nowhere, Romeo Dobbs mixed in here and there really impressive now he did have some stretches where you're like oh he looks bad but then he was able to course correct and look very very good now a lot of it was like oh based on the opponent but towards the end of the season he got them in the playoffs when they played some tough um opponents so jordan love i think he's got it this is one of tyler's guys that he's he's been a big fan of jordan love for a long time on for so long i'm so i know (laughs) This is definitely paid off big for Jordan Love. I mean, top 10 was a bold prediction. And for to him to finish top five, that's just wild. I mean, so, I know the quarterback position saw a lot of injuries, but still. So uh, I, I think Jordan Love is going to be one of those uh, kind of Brock Purdy-esque type players where if you like the player, I still think he's obtainable. You can get him mm-hmm. for uh, – honestly, I'd probably give up 106 in this draft class. And I think – you can get that done in Superflex. And same with Purdy. Because there's going to be those that doubt. There's going to be people be like, well, why did it take Jordan Love so long? Why is, why is Brock Purdy uh, here at a seventh-round pick? Sometimes you just got to push that out of the way and just say, hey, they're producing. They're producing at an elite level. They're elite. And their value is only going to keep going up. So, yeah, Jordan Love. Uh, glad I hung on to that guy. So. Yeah. Very, very nice. And speaking of guys, I'm glad I heavily invested in. I have him in almost all of my dynasty leagues. James, I had a hot take prepared, but James stepped in front of me and took my guy. He said that Sam Laporta would be a top five uh, tight end in fantasy this year. And guess what? He He finished as the tight end one with a historic rookie season, double digit touchdowns, over 80 receptions. Laporta... That was the only player in in these drafts that I traded up for in drafts yeah. in the second round. I traded up for Laporta wherever I could. I took some good deals in leagues for Laporta. Thanks, Al. Um, and yeah, like James, you nailed this one. We I'm gonna say we nailed this. We one nailed this one. And I went back and listened to the playback. Playback, mm-hmm. and I asked, "Can we share?" And you said, "Yes, we can share it." So <laughs> we can share this take. We can share in Laporta's victory. And um, I am looking forward to many, many top three tight end seasons so, from Sam Laporta. And yeah. also, good news is he avoided a major knee injury this yes. past week. And and I, when I saw it, I'm like, okay, that's not crazy enough to. It wasn't it Keaton Mitchell type of bend. No, <laughs> it looked like a hyperextension to me, which yeah. was good. But uh, I do want to say, 
James, whatever hot tight end hot take you do next year, I am paying <laughs> attention to it. Yeah, he's on fire with those. He loves them tight ends. You're two such for an two. ass man. You're two for two. Next time you do you hit, you you're on fire. You're just heating up right now. And Doug, like, so Doug is a person you want to look at for future tight ends. James is the one for a hot take. You should yeah. go out and get that guy. So, like, next year, if he's like, oh, Michael Mayer is going to be a top eight tight end, sell everything for <laughs> Michael, get Mayer. Michael Mayer. <laughs> well, uh, I appreciate like, the confidence in my takes. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you guys are nailing these. Yeah. No, tight end is, it's uh, weirdly ends up being my thing. And James has been nailing it. So, absolutely. Well, I think that's going to wrap us up for our recap. It's always good to go back and recap, hold ourselves accountable. You can celebrate the wins. You can laugh at the losses, talk about the process, what happened over the course of the season. Um, And that's how it is. And that's how it happens. But I think we got more hits than we did misses. And that's what it's all about. So nice job, boys, on the on the hot takes. Yeah. What did what did uh, what did Rich have? Um, I didn't list them for a reason. He, He had James Cook as a top top running back i know that he had a uh, james cook as a top 12 running back so he, he got that one b john robinson number one in fantasy overall nope thanks arthur uh, smith what else did he have Hang saw 48 right percent of the running back touches on his own team it makes no sense yeah um, where is I, it I, oh I, then he had um isaiah hodgins wide receiver 20 or better oh elijah mitchell top 18 wide receiver Oh, running back? Mitchell. You mean Elijah Moore? Elijah Moore. Elijah Sorry. Moore. Oh, yeah. That, didn't that was his out. brown homerism talking. Yeah. And then um, Evan Hull, top 16. That was injury. I, it I would have been believe. interesting if Evan Hull stayed healthy. For sure. I he I think he is another one of those sneaky by lows. He's, uh, yeah. The best, pat, ba, the best pass catching running back in this draft. So I, I would I, I would go as far as to say that he could be next year's uh, Kyron Williams. Yeah. I like that. Mm. I mean, they did just pay Taylor, but maybe they want to take some. Uh, Taylor's been getting away. dinged up lately. And yeah. Zach Moss is still there. So maybe they go ahead and look to trade Evan Hull. He was a late pick. What? Fifth round? Or fourth round? Get yeah. rid of Zach Moss because he's. Get rid of Zach Moss. <laughs> trade Zach Moss. I mean, sure. <laughs> he was good this year. Three he was he was that solid. Was I mean, he, he almost had a thousand yards on the ground, Zach Moss. So. Which is crazy because he looks so god awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Buffalo could have used a guy like that yeah. instead of Latavius, but Hey, whatever <laughs> I'm here for it. I, that is a shout out to dynasty nerds, by the way, with rich, make sure to go to DynastyNerds.com. Check out their content. Um, Garrett price one UDPL. He's also part of the dynasty nerds team. Um, you can go use code DHH for 15% off of any subscription with those guys. They got trade tools, extra nerd herd episode, prospect film room scores, dynasty GM, lots of really cool stuff uh, on nerds. And they have an app right now which is on the Android and Apple stores. So check that out. Our friends at dynastynerds.com. And if you're looking for a hoodie or a toque or a hat, check out Viridian Global. Search Dynasty Happy Hour. We got stuff on there too. So shout out to all of our sponsors. That's going to wrap us up this week on the Dynasty Happy Hour. We'll be back next Tuesday. I'm Doug. The faceless one is Tyler. That's James on the bottom. Uh, We'll see you next week.